0: And we have new NBA champions, the Golden State Warriors, fourth win in eight years. Steph Curry, 34 points last night. Wow. What an incredible final series. Is uh, Steph Curry finally getting that finals MVP? Draymond Clay. Draymond had one of his best games last night. I've been posting about the finals. Haven't been talking about it too much on the podcast. But I've been watching closely. And I've been doing some thinking after each game. And each game's been just a little bit different than the last. Uh, but they all had one similarity. And that's the Golden State Warriors pedigree of championship winning. They know how to win. You cannot teach that. That is experience. Now, the Boston Celtics have gotten some experience. I'm going to give them that. Uh, after these finals, I believe they can take what they've learned And they can use it in the years to come. Jason Tatum had a bad night. We're going to talk a little bit about Jason Tatum today. We're going to start out with the Golden State Warriors and the Dynasty. Because in 2015, they won their first. In 2017, 2018, and now 2022. All these teams have had one consistent. And that's been Steph Curry. Now, I don't care what what everyone says about finals MVP uh, in terms of Durant and Iguodala. Those guys are well-deserving of it. Um, I believe at one point Kevin Durant was the most talented player on the Golden State Warriors in two of those finals. But the catalyst and the center of that team has always been Steph Curry. And he has changed the game. He's changed the game. Everyone wants to shoot threes now, just like Steph. You don't have to be big. He's. I think he's only, they list him as 6'3". I think he's only 6'2", honestly. You don't have to be big. You don't have to be a LeBron James size to make a difference on the basketball court. What Steph Curry has accomplished in his career has, to me, at least elevated him into the top 10 of all time. That's at least, for me, uh, he, he's finally done it with that finals MVP that he got. Uh, he, he finally got it. Now, what's the biggest reason that Golden State was able to pull these finals you know, out and win them? Well, it's the championship pedigree like we talked about. This team has won so many times, and they've seen so many different things. Um, they move the ball so gracefully. If you watch them play, they're one of the best teams in the league at moving the ball around the court. They just are. They had contributions from Andrew Wiggins. They always seem to have these role players that always give them sparks. Um, Draymond gave them one of his best games last night. Clay had a decent game. Uh, he, he didn't put up a lot of points. I think it was only like 12. But Steph, they got him going. And when you get Draymond facilitating, like, like he does, they are a very, very hard team to beat. And Andrew Wiggins has been a huge deal in these finals with defending Tatum. I believe he's put a little more stress on Tatum and and not and, and played him very hard in this game. Or in this series, excuse me. But the championship pedigree and the mindset is what's huge. They brought back uh, Iguodala, uh, Iggy. He he's a great veteran leadership guy. And they have so many veterans now. But I believe they have such a good blend of veterans and young guys going into the next year. They have done things the way I would prefer to do them if I was running a sports league. There's nothing wrong with how the Rams have done things. Don't get me wrong. You know, trade away all your picks, it's fine. We want the win we want to win now. That's fine. That that works. Uh, for uh, a championship, I believe. And that maybe works for two. That don't work for three. And that don't work for four. And that don't work for five. And it sure don't work for six. You have to build in the draft as well as bring free agents in. And we've seen this with the Bulls even. You know, they drafted Michael. They drafted some guys. But... They brought in guys also along the way. They didn't do it all in one year. Michael came in, and then they saw, hey, we could we could sign Scotty. Hey, we can get Rodman. Hey, uh, Steve Kerr. Like, they, they went about it, I believe, in the right way. And I think a lot of teams need to go about it in the same way like Golden State has. They've copied that. Steve Kerr has copied that. You draft some guys. You draft your nucleus. You draft Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Uh, they drafted Jordan Poole, uh, Kamingo, Wiseman. And then they brought in guys. They brought in Iggy. They brought in Wiggins. They brought in Durant. So they have done it perfectly, in my opinion, on how to win a championship. And Steph Curry, he deserves the finals MVP. Uh, he he went off. Ste- Steph Curry, I believe, is one of the best players. Last night, he had a, uh, an amazing game. Forty one, uh, excuse me, uh, forty minutes. Steph Curry had. He had seven rebounds, seven assists, and thirty four points. That's an awesome game by Steph Curry. I mean, that's an incredible game. You got you, you got to put up those kind of points if you're gonna win in the NBA Finals. And of course, he had contributions from Klay Thompson, who had twelve points. Uh, Draymond had twelve. And Draymond did more in this game than he's done in the entire series in this one game. He has facilitated perfectly in this game. That's what he's there for. He's that tough guy, but man, can he pass and facilitate. Andrew Wiggins gave them 18 points. That was huge. Uh, Jordan Poole, 15. They got contributions from from everybody. Uh, they, They just played better than the Boston Celtics. Um... Three point percentage for the Warriors was forty one point three. They were nineteen of forty six compared to eleven of twenty eight. The Celtics, the Celtics only shot thirty nine point three percent. You gotta do better than that. Um, As far as field goals, actually, it's kind of crazy. The Boston Celtics shot a little bit better than the Golden State Warriors in terms of percentages and field goals. Forty two point five to forty one point three, but. Both teams shot really well from the free throw line. But the Celtics just made too many mistakes. They just made too many mistakes. And when you have a team like Golden State Warriors, you can't turn the ball over 22 times and expect to win. 22 times. It's unacceptable. And if if I'm a Celtics fan, I'm very concerned. I'm concerned because... And we're going to get into this in a little bit, but Jason Tatum, he's supposed to be your superstar. He ain't a superstar. He's not there yet. I hate to break it to you. He's just not. But all in all, you can't take anything away from what the Warriors are and what they've accomplished. Uh, I've been watching them for a long time win these finals. And, you know, I- I've never seen a shooter like Steph. I don't think anyone has. And I love how they've done it. Steve Kerr is one of the best coaches. They're one of the best organizations. Um, the Splash Brothers are back. And uh, there were people picking them. I, I These finals were very hard for me to pr- predict early on. Um, the last game before this one, I could see it kick in to where the Warriors were just going to roll over the Celtics. Um, pretty strong. Uh, because the last game, they just they started flexing their their pedigree of finals experience, and you know you can't take that away. They've been in the finals so many years; you can't take that away. They they've they've just gotten so used to the atmosphere, the crowd, how to react to things, how to not react to things, how to push the the, the other team's buttons at the right moments, how to how to maneuver things, and you 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 can't beat that mindset. You can't beat that mindset. Give them their due, give them their uh, their praise because uh, Steph Curry is the Finals MVP and he needs to be in the top top ten. I don't know who you have to move out of there, like I said, but you gotta put him in there. And you know, the Clay had a, had some good games. He didn't have the huge game, the forty point game like I you know thought he was gonna have. Uh, but he he had some good numbers. He he was there. He hit some big shots and big big moments. I don't think everyone will notice that. They're all going to look at Steph in these finals. But Klay Thompson hit some very big shots, and Draymond Green's facilitating in this game, save the Warriors and helped them. And the emotions poured out for Steph. Uh, he he realized it because there was a lot of a lot of conflict going on with people in determining determining if Steph is the guy. As crazy as it sounds, people were wondering about that. <laughs> because if you remember right, they lost to LeBron in 2016. Then they went and they recruited Kevin Durant. Now, they both needed each other, Kevin Durant and the Warriors. But it it because Steph's a great teammate and because he he's not too concerned with who's the guy, uh, it worked with Kevin Durant. But, you know, KD, you know, for some reason he didn't want that. He wanted to up and go to Brooklyn. Uh, But Steph Curry, he almost had to earn it a little bit. He almost had to re-earn it with this win, and that's why he was so emotional. He almost had to prove everyone, hey, I am actually uh, the the best player right now, and I am the finals MVP, and this is why I belong in the top ten. This is why I belong with the greats. And you got you got to move something around to get him into your top ten. Um, again, I don't I don't like going off the one two three who's the best player ever. I just I think that debate's stupid. But I do have a top ten, and I I think you need to maneuver him and get him in there because he's deserved it. And as far as the Boston Celtics go, because we're gonna switch over to that subject right now, um, Jason Tatum in the Boston Celtics they have a lot of work to do this offseason. Now, do I think they can improve and get back here? Of course. Every team uh, has the opportunity to go into the offseason, especially now they have a little more experience with the finals. I think it'll help them. But I had a revelation watching this game, and I don't know if anyone else has. Jason Tatum's not a star. Sorry, he's not. No, oh, but how can you say that? He's He's so young. He's 24. Yeah, that's young. But I, I needed to see it. I need to see it this year. I'll be 25 next year. I needed to see it. He, he What he gave me uh, last night was 13 points on 40 minutes. Three rebounds, seven assists, 13 points. Al Horford scored more than him. Al Horford. Jalen Brown, 34 points. <laughs> you know, if Jason Tatum would have put up uh, 30 points, they would have won this game. Easily. He's also uh, finishes the NBA Finals with an unprecedented 100 playoff turnovers. He's turned the ball over 100 times. He didn't clutch up. He didn't show you why he's the man. Um, I'm sorry, but th- these are his stats for the series in each game. Game 1, 12 points. Game 2, 28 points. Game 3, 26 points. Game 4, 20, uh, three points. Game 5, 27 points. And then last night, game 6, <laughs> 13 points. Yeah, see, none of that works for me. Some people will say, what do you mean? 28 points is good. No, almost 40 points in the finals is good. Superstar is 40. Star, eh, yeah, 28. Superstar, 40. Easily. If you watched what LeBron did, what what Curry's done in some of these games, that's a Superstar. He's not a superstar. I don't want to hear that people uh, have him as a, a superstar or are going to have him if they did. Uh if he would have put up 40 last night and then put 40 next week weekend or whenever the next game was uh to win the finals, then yeah, then he's a superstar. Fact of the matter is he's just not. He hasn't shown me enough. He, he hasn't shown me enough. I mean, he's he's such a he's a tall guy too. He should be getting way more than 3 rebounds. I mean, Jalen Browns, I think, a little shorter than him, and he got seven rebounds. And they didn't they didn't have great help from their, their role players. Derek White, Grant Williams, Pritchard, they didn't get much out of those guys. Uh, Smart, you know, did what Marcus Smart does. If you ask me, he didn't even act like he was a top defensive player, the best defensive player in the league. Couldn't even tell. Uh, Robert Williams, and uh, he had more intensity I believe than Jason Tatum did. And that's that Jason Tatum would go down the court, turn the ball over, look at the refs and complain. The entire game. The entire game. Like Jason, you have no one to blame but yourself. You're the one that turned the ball over. You're the one that jumped up in the air and just threw it, didn't know what he was doing, threw it out of bounds. I mean, it looked like there were a bunch of Russell Westbrooks running around on the court the other night, just like a bunch of them, all jumping up in the air, all thinking they have a plan. I don't even know, did they even run plays (laughs) last night? Because it just looked like each time they went down, they were like, all right, how are we going to score? Here, Jalen, you take it. And Jalen Brown has come up bigger than Jason Tatum. He's come up way bigger. So I think Celtics fans should be more excited about Jalen Brown, because Jalen, he at least put up a fight last night. Uh, I mean, he put up, I think it was like, yeah, 34 points. Jalen Brown put up 34 points. And Al Horford did good, too. 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 19 points. And, you know, Robert Williams only had 10 points, but if Jason Tatum could have had 30, they would have won. And that, if, if, and not, not, not 30 in the first, you know, so many court. Like he started out cold. He needed to have at least 15 in the fourth. Need at least to have 15, and he needed to take over, and he didn't take over. And that's exactly why he's not a superstar in my book. Now, can he get there? I I don't personally to me I don't think so. I think he's peaked. This is what he is. I I don't think he can turn into a 40 point guy in the finals. I think he's going to be just around 27, 28 in the finals, um, and that's fine. You know, you can win, but you'll need more role players if that's the amount of points you're going to put up. Um, all the greats have had 40-point games in the finals. Uh, Jordan, LeBron, uh, Kobe, they've, they've all put up the 40 points, and Steph Curry. So you, you, you can't get away with putting up 28 points in some finals games where you need these extra points to pull out the wins and then want the uh, – the the title of superstar and you know he's come out and said well everyone else has said i'm a superstar i i I haven't said it don't don't do that (laughs) don't do that you know what you're doing uh i was just way more impressed with how the celtics came out and performed And boston you get you got a year to prepare and and retool and get better um they they definitely are in a very weird spot. I could see them getting another star. I think they would benefit from going out and getting a Bradley Beal, moving some pieces to get a, a three point shooter, um, switch it up a little bit. You can't you can't come back into this next season with this team and expect a different result just because Jason Tatum is who he is, and Jalen Brown is who he is, and Marcus Smart is who he is, and they need a true point guard. If I was them. I would seriously try to be targeting someone in in the point guard position. Um, I don't. They they've gone through a few guys there. They've gone through Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas, Kemba Walker. They they've tried different point guards there. And Marcus Smart is not a true, I believe, facilitating point guard. Uh, just just in my mind, I I don't think he fa- facilitates the ball uh, very well. Excuse me. I think they would really benefit from some star um, uh, taking up that role, and I, I think that would make maybe make them gel a little bit more, uh, because obviously this team needs another star. The These guys, uh, another superstar actually, they don't have superstars on the, the Celtics, there's a bunch of stars, they, they need a superstar. So hopefully the Celtics can retool, get back to this point, but Jason Tatum is not a superstar. He's not there. He's not in that room with all them guys. He's he was on the outside looking in, getting ready to walk in the door. Eh, he turned around, and walked away. Um, those are the NBA finals. I can't believe uh, that this is the time of year too when sports news really drags um, for a lot of people too. We don't we don't have the the, the interesting storylines as much. Um, the NFL though has been an amazing. Um, storylines to follow in the NFL it's been amazing for keeping those stories up uh, all the content um, and talk a little bit about some NFL stories going on and uh, got a new segment too we're gonna we're gonna do but uh, I kind of want to talk about uh, Mike McCarthy a little bit in the Dallas Cowboys all right Mike McCarthy was fined hundred thousand dollars the Dallas Cowboys docked 2000, 2023 OTA for violating practice rules. It's also been reported he's canceled a couple of the practices that were mandatory. And he's canceled uh, some of the mini camp stuff. And it is not a good look for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that's just one story going on. It's not a good look for you, Cowboys. I'm a Washington fan. I love seeing you, you know, terrible and on terrible streaks and not winning. I, lo- I love it. But... I'm also a football fan, and I sympathize with Dallas Cowboys fans on one thing. Your team is a joke. Okay, they're just they're they're a joke. It's it's like everyone there is a celebrity at a country club. Jerry Jones is just do whatever you want, and they have to they have to get better at that stuff. I think I think definitely they have in the last you know decade or more. They have put their stars on a pedestal when they haven't really earned anything. I, I, I don't know how Mike McCarthy will keep his job if they don't make a huge improvement this year and at least get to the NFC Championship game. I think it's that. Or you really got to look at Mike McCarthy going. I, mean, I I don't know if Jerry will because Jerry's got so much pride with the Cowboys. But you, you got to maybe take into account this team needs a really, really, really vast rehaul. Um, when Jimmy Johnson... Uh, I wasn't even born yet, but when Jimmy Johnson won those Super Bowls, um, all I've heard about is how intense he was. How intense Jimmy Johnson was and how he pushed his guys and how he was an intense coach. And I think some teams need that. I don't know if every team needs that. I don't know if you know some of these guys are self-motivated, but I think some teams need that uh, that fire lit under them. And they haven't had a guy like that in Dallas since Jimmy Johnson. And so, uh, you know, the owner is meddling, and he's always wanted the credit, so who knows if it'll get better. I don't see it getting better, Um, but I really do hope that they can, you know, figure some stuff out as a football fan. As a Washington fan, I hope they figure nothing out, and I hope they continue uh, to trend downwards and spiral out of control and never win again. But, hey. And another NFL story was Deshaun Watson um is he going to play this year? Um I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because, you know, it's been it's been talked about over and over and over again. Um but yeah, I don't he's not playing this year. I, I think the number's up to twenty four women and there could be more that are suing him and fining him. Um but the Browns are a disaster. He's not playing this year. He's made way too much money, and I think he could be he's at least going to be suspended one year without playing. And I I don't know how Brand, Browns fans look at their team uh, today and feel good about it. I, I really don't. The NFL hates the Browns. All the owners hate the Browns right now because Lamar Jackson, he's going to want a new contract, and you best better believe he's going to want $270 million guaranteed at least. At least. He's got an MVP and a playoff win. Uh, he, he's going to want that stuff at least. And if you're Deshaun Watson, uh, this this is, this is going to get into your psyche a little bit. You just better believe it is. It's going to affect him a little bit, uh, whether he wants to admit it or not. So a lot of stuff to figure out there uh, in Cleveland. I'm going to keep a close eye on that. Um, who knows what will happen, but for sure I don't think he's playing this year. Okay, well, now it's time for our highs and lows of the week. Let's go. I mean, I dropped out in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my nano. That means you have not known the triumphs and defeats, the epic highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> and it's time for the highs and lows of the past week. Some of the best things, some of the worst things I thought uh, that I saw. And we've already touched on them a little bit. Uh, so we're going to start off with the high. <laughs> and that is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is the high of the week. Thank you, also, Archie, for leading us into this. Uh, And the Warriors have found a diamond in the rough with the draft pick of Jordan Poole. Um, He is the next Splash Brother. He is going to lead uh, that next regime into the future to win more finals games, I believe. Uh, If you see what he has done over the course um, of these finals, it... It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. He Now, he only had 9 points in the first game, 17, though, in the second game, 10 in the 8th, 14 in the 4th, uh, uh, 14 in the 5th, and 15 in the 6th. He has gone off in some of these games uh, with buzzer beater threes. And this past year, he's averaged 18.5 uh, points a game on 44.8% shooting. So he has improved each year. He's gotten better and better he is definitely the high of the week. He, he will lead the warriors into the future. I think he'll be there. They're going to have, they're going to have to sign him. Obviously, I don't know what, how much you're going to pay him, but you're going to have to sign him to a substantial amount uh, to, to keep him around because he was, he was celebrating with Andrew Wiggins. We about to get that bag, uh, jumping up and down and, you know, Wiggins already makes great money, but you know, Jordan Poole he's, he's definitely going to be, uh, bringing it in, uh, Definitely after after his performance in the finals, because he showed up in the finals. He did. He's a great sixth man, and I think if you give him the start, he will progress. I mean, I saw him put up a couple thirty point games in the regular seat or in the playoffs in regular seasons. This guy is good. This guy can play. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So I, I I he he's definitely the high of the week. He he will turn into a even better player as he keeps growing and expanding his game. Um, he facilitates well, too. Uh, I think he's really based a lot of his uh, style of play off Curry, which I think helps. And we're, we're definitely going to see what happens with, with Jordan Poole in the future. But he, he's my high of the week. And that uh, kind of leads me into my low of the week, then. we got to get to that. Uh, one of the worst things I saw in sports uh, this past week. Um, I'm not a huge golf guy uh, as far as covering a PGA Tour uh, or golf, but uh, there's a huge story going on right now, um, where a lot of the PGA players have left the PGA to play in the live series. Live series, I think, one of those, um, backed by Saudi Arabia, and a lot of people have issues with that. Um, they've left the PGA tour, and the PGA tour reacted by banning them. You, you banned players. Um, I think Deshambo went, Mickelson. Uh, Forgetting some of the other guys that went, but a lot of big names, a lot of big names, and then you got your guys that are Rory McIlroy that are sitting on the mountain saying, um, "I want to play against the best. This is this is the PGA Tour is the the best it can be." And granted, the PGA Tour is more so the NFL of uh, golf, if you would. Um, but I believe the PGA Tour. Uh, could probably do a little bit more in terms of paying their players more, um, taking care of them, because Phil Mickelson has come out and said that, you know, hopefully by me doing this, we can get the PGA uh, Tour to take care of its players. And I I think there's some issues there that aren't being discussed. Um, I don't think you should get mad at the players um, for doing what they want to do. They're trying to make money. They're trying to make money. Everyone's making money uh, in sports. A lot of it's blood money, too. There's a lot of bad stuff that goes on in sports. (laughs) There just is. There's a lot of shady stuff. And you can't blame the athlete, you know, for going out and getting his because all the owners, all the the managers, the the teams, uh, the guys that are even up further controlling the teams, they're all going out and getting their money and capitalizing on stuff. So... Uh, one of the worst things I've seen uh, definitely is the PGA tour banning. It's somewhat, I think it's up in the 14, some players, banning them players uh, and saying they're never allowed to play in the PGA again. Um, That's one of the worst things you could do uh, to, to those players because Phil Mickelson has won so much in the PGA. He's been distinguished, uh, won masters, won so many, you know, cups and opens and everything and in tournaments and you can't blame someone for taking the money and playing you know it's not like they're playing in crazy places they're playing in Portland and other places now I don't think the PGA Tour really has to worry too much until they would get more TV rights um who knows if they will but the PGA Tour may need to wake up a little bit I think they they should wake up a little bit and maybe consider just consider uh, playing some of our paying some of these guys and maybe you know taking better care of them. I don't think it's the worst thing to consider, but that's definitely one of the the worst things uh, that I saw this week. Uh, so those are my highs and lows. Uh, love the segment. Thank you, uh, Riverdale, for the amazing dialogue that that you give us each and every week. It's incredible. I. I love hearing it. (laughs) And um, I can't wait to see what the future holds for the Washington Commanders. A lot of issues going on there. Definitely one of the worst things, too. I saw the week with, you know, all the stuff going on in Washington. Um, It seems like there's always a bunch of stuff going on. Somebody's always being fined or sued or, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Somebody's always telling a lie. (laughs) People aren't telling the truth in Washington a lot. But, hey, that's okay. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Uh, Be sure to catch us every week. Um, Hit me up on my socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Give me a follow. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. uh, Get the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, have a good one, guys.